trade services, Lavazi and Book1.co.uk present the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast, episode 570, bloody six. <laughs> I don't know why I'm blimmin' bothered. I'm Adam... <laughs> And we watched some Doctor Who this weekend, and here's Debbie Melrose. The Church of the Papal Mainframe apologises for your death. That's, yeah, very appropriate. <laughs> Kirby Bartlett, bloody Sloan. <laughs> yes, I am naked. I wondered if you'd notice. Now I feel sick. <laughs> Are you going to tell the listeners why you're... I'm so bloody cross. Cross. <laughs> Very expensive piece of equipment decided to die this evening and waste 25 minutes of my life before, De- before Kirby had a great idea of actually using my phone to do the live stream. So, uh, that means... We're blaming that... Kirby, are we? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm praising Kirby for... Um, <laughs> trouble is, I have to get... Hang on, I'll, I'll adjust the bloody camera. There we go, I can see now. <laughs> so I can be a bit closer to the microphone. I've to, actually, I've got to turn something up. I noticed something was too quiet. Or was it too loud? That'd be me. Uh, maybe I should turn you up. I'm going to turn you lot up. Oh, don't Ooh. we get trouble? I felt well, on the on the on the thing last week it didn't quite go right. Um, yes. Um, so um, I was going to do a quote. So my quote for um, the uh, day of the doctor was. Um, oh God! I'm sorry. It went. Sorry, that's not what the quote is. Try not to burp after getting criticised for burping ten years ago. <laughs> right. Um, I should think a quote from that one. Eh, uh, kidneys. I've got new kidneys. Oh, yes. I don't like I don't the like colour. I don't like their colour. Yes. Yeah, no, I don't the like colour. The color. <laughs> oh, um, for Star Beast. Um, um, uh, meep. Uh, meep. 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 I don't know. Can't remember. So, uh, so that, what we're going to do this week Wait, is going to block. Nearly going to start to do this week after being now 27 minutes late. We're going to blast through uh, the day of the Doctor. Uh, Did you hear that, Kirby? Will... We're going to blast through it. Yeah. Um, That's fine. I, oh, I, I, so I am so dissatisfied with this particular story that I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> don't be cheeky, Kirby, or you'll be told off. Um, yes, yeah, so we're going. We feel like we have been for the last <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> Oh dear, right then, what was I doing? Oh yeah, Doctor Who, wasn't it? Um, right, so I'm going to try and find an iPlayer feed, because I've, I've got a Lego page. I've got a complaint about Lego as well coming up later on in the show. Get it all oh, on no, the show. Oh no, you lost the piece? What? You lost I did, the piece, uh, piece was Lego. lost, but that's river. I'll talk about it later, Kirby. Uh, I, <laughs> okay. uh, I played BBC, BBC, dot co dot uk forward slash iPlayer. Where? People in the UK from We should find. say that Mary is Dadaroo. in Italy. Sweet, because she's been enjoying Chicago to others. Chicago? What's Chicago? Is Chicago! That a... Please. It's a great place in America. And apparently oh, Chicago. Did you, did you see I the thought post? we said Chicago. Did, did you see the picture from Matthew this morning? Yes. No, I work on Sundays. He, it, it snowed in Chicago. Yeah, I love that. So, so climate change, you see. He's, he's upset. Climate change, Kirby. That's why. They don't yeah. know how, no, it does snow in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just very windy there, which was very appropriate for me. Right, I'm just waiting for Doctor Who to load on the t- on on the pooter. It's for some reason. Oh, hang on. 
It was Day of the Doctor, wasn't it? Oh, no, I said Day of the Doctor. On the... That was your fault, Kirby. Sorry. I said what episode was it? Why is it not loading? 576, isn't it? Yeah, but I put Day of the Doctor, and it's the time of the Doctor. And it's not well, playing it. it. It's not playing it. I watched it on iPlayer, but it's not playing it. Why is it? Right, <laughs> stop being naughty. And now it's playing a different episode altogether. <laughs> time of the Doctor. Now it's... Here we go. Here we go. We're going to start again. Oh, with, with, well, now I've got to try and find the volume button. Right, so yes, we're going to whiz through the time of the Doctor. Um, right. I, 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 I've got a funny feeling it's not going to feel like whizzing through um, <laughs> the way boing, I feel. Boing, boing. Don't, oh, don't worry. I'm not going to uh, do too many interruptions. Okay, anyway. So um, there's some, some, a bit of a voiceover going on uh, about ships uh, assembling around this planet, which is Trenzalore, Stroke, Gallifrey, whatever. And the Doctor... Um, Trenzalore. Um, what? It's Trenzalore. Yeah, Stroke, Gallifrey. Uh, the doctor. Oh, sorry. oh, for God's oh. sake! Right, that's it. That is. Sorry, I couldn't get to the mute button. In time. Do you know? I said I I suppressed one about five seconds ago, um, out of respect for um, our listeners. Anyway, um, right. So, the doctor's made a new friend uh, called Handles, a uh, sort of Cyberman head, and. Uh, and quite a cool little. I've got one of them in my, my drawer, actually, Debbie. One of those little handles things. Um, the, the, there's a, a version of the Eleventh Doctor that's supposed to hold it. Uh, it's a shame we haven't properly met handles before this episode. Uh, but mind. Handles is one of the best things about this episode. Well, not me having met handles before. No, okay, I'll talk to myself. Um, right. And yes, yeah, so he's just having con- conversation with Handles and with the TARDIS, uh, and he's asked Handles to remind him to set a, a reminder to fix the phone so it comes through the TARDIS console. Right, that's good. What was going? To, what was going to be my quote actually uh, about fixing another phone going through the console rather than through the uh, through the where it is hanging outside. Thing. Clara, meanwhile, wants the Doctor to pretend to be her boyfriend uh, for Christmas dinner with her family. Oh, did you um, notice, Master? 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 No, he wasn't Speaking in this of episode. The phone, uh, did you notice in in our new TARDIS from yesterday, uh, the phone is actually accessible from the inside? What are you on about? Oh, the new the new TARDIS. Okay, yeah. no, I didn't. Please, I've only watched it once. <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah. So, the, uh, meanwhile, uh, the the Doctor sort of. Uh, stumbles upon a, a Cyberman ship and um, runs, unusually runs. The phone rings again. It's Clara. Dinner, Christmas dinner. I love oh, the fact they're watching, the, they're watching this um, Strictly Christmas special uh, while um, Clara awaits the arrival of the Doctor as her boyfriend. And, of course, we have that funny scene where he's actually naked. She runs through the TARDIS. He's naked in the TARDIS. And instead of just putting some clothes on, decides to imprint uh, some holographic clothes in her brain. Yeah, just onto, onto <coughs> Clara's brain. <laughs> yeah, and then forgets to do that to the parent. Of course, and he walks in and he's naked, and the, the, the looks on the family. The two women seem to be sort of half wanting to look, and well, other than Nan definitely wants to Granny's look. Granny's definitely enjoying it. But I'm not too it. sure that uh, her stepmother... Granny's glad, glad to not be on Varos anymore. Vengeance on Boros. Yeah, she was supposed to be a guest at Fantasy Con 2 before COVID, but that never happened. Uh, anyway, right, so um, they, well, the turkey... There's an issue with the... Dead. Thank you. What? Oh, I, I, you can get her next time unless she's dead. I don't know. No, she doesn't do cons anymore. 
Um, oh. Anyway, it's a problem with the turkey, so um, the doctor suggests using the, the time winds to cook it, uh, but, but they don't actually end up delivering the turkey at this point. Uh, and Bastard. instead... Uh, why up... <coughs> why are uh, Clara's parents different? Older? No, they're completely different uh, actors. And, and... Does it matter? Yeah. No. It's weird. Oh, right, so... Does she actually say mum and dad to them? Oh, it says dad. The other one's, no, uh, the other one's her stepmom. Okay. The other one's her stepmother. The trouble is it felt a bit too strong... Um, strong close to hope Christmas that one her mother her mother has a uh, a gravestone I've just remembered (laughs) yeah well I just said it was her stepmother anyway it didn't bloody bother me Um, there's a character in uh, Coronation Street it's been played by three different actors four even yeah they go upstairs to listen to their tapes and come back down completely different does does it matter Debbie they're actors they're playing a part it's it's, it's Coronation Street Regeneration Street Regeneration Anyway, back to Doctor Who. Um, yeah, so they uh, end up going to this church. Of course, that's why the Doctor needs to be naked, because you're not allowed to go to this church clothes on. And, of course, then um, creates a sort of nakedness for Clara. No, and the funny naked. thing is, the funny thing is... He makes her swallow a holographic projection, so we, the viewers, aren't watching an 18+. plus. Oh, it's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> Tasha Lem, who, who's the Doctor's bit on the side at the church a nun who obviously doesn't conform to nun activities and also is having it off with John Luke Picard in the TV series Picard uh, for series that's true one. yes um, <laughs> oh I guess uh, I never noticed oh my god Kirby you haven't noticed that she plays a Romulan in, in, in yeah, Picard. She's a Romulan. Yeah, she plays a Romulan, a very, very, very good friend of Jean Luc uh, in Picard's. Uh, what one season? Two. I've only seen season one. She's in that. She's in season one. <laughs> okay. Quite considerably in it. And, uh, um, and very much so in series two. If that's anyhow. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Picard living my dream. Well observed, Kirby. You get one of these because it's just astonishingly yeah and by the way the thing that has come up on life here that I've been able to see is Lydia and Robin saying excuse you I'm pretty sure that's directed at you and not me yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> well, well thank you I'm upset about my piece of kit dying <laughs> it's alright Adam it's not good um, right uh, oh yeah so they go to Friends of Law uh, oh yeah sorry the church and um, um, yeah Meet some clerics in their uniforms and stuff. And uh, she's not convinced, by the way, uh, and takes the doctor into a, a little her office. And um, the, the while the doctor's in the office, especially on the bed that looks like a... Um, it's an altar bed. An altar bed. Uh, Clara's yeah. left outside for uh, reasons of privacy, where she sort of sees the silence and then forgets about it a few times. And um, What silence? I don't remember them. Confess. And, uh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so eventually, after some um, banter, the Doctor and Clara are sent down to uh, the planet, and uh, the, and there's an arm sticking out of the snow. And We sorry, know exactly what that is. It's made of stone. Because this is Moffat, and it's the last of his season. Yeah, let's throw every <laughs> Moffat thing into it. Anyway, um, so it's a, a Weeping Angels, and there's a good little 
a scene where they're trying not to look at them and it's a bit difficult because they're surrounded. And that, but they managed to get back into TARDIS, but the Doctor's got no hair because he used his little gadget in his wig uh, to get them back into the TARDIS. Um, it's called a key, not a gadget. Right, that's it. Um, Debbie, <laughs> tell, her, tell him off. It's kind of a gadget. So <laughs> next they visit... Sorry, it is a gadget thing. Um, they, they visit a little town called Christmas and uh, Rock is it Roxanne from Only Fools and Horses just happens to yeah, be one of Roxanne. the... No, 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 Roxanne. It's um, Raquel. 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 Yeah, sorry. Yeah. sorry, sorry. Why well, say Roxanne? Never mind. Um, Roxanne. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, the Doctor walks into this room. There's a great big crack in the wall. I've got one of them. I'm supposed to be trying to fix it at some point. Um, got is it one. the same thing? What, a crack? No, it's just... A, the house falling down and, and the insurance company taking ages fixing it. Uh, oh yeah, and there's a crack in the wall and we have a little sort of flashback of its previous history in the show. And um, yeah, because I forgot to mention that Handels has detected that the signal coming from this planet is uh, re- originates in Gallifrey, and um, Gallifrey's through the crack. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, moving on a little bit. Uh, the doctor's run out of time because um, he's only supposed to be down there for an hour. Uh, therefore, um, a, a great big projection of that bird from um, Star Trek Picard um, appears in the sky, uh, and the doctor, uh, in, uh, sort of, in, a, in a way that sort of foresees what's happening later on in the episode, climbs the tower uh, and um, speaks to. I don't know. Oh yeah, sends Clara. Well, we, we, we did have the Tower of London last week. Yeah, sends the sends Clara into the TARDIS, which then drops her off home. But she grabs the key, and um, the next time we see her um, is uh, a bit consider- cold. The next time, isn't she? <laughs> is it three hundred years how, how later? Come, uh, it almost it pretty much killed uh, Captain Jack to hang on to the outside of the yeah, but TARDIS, but it doesn't kill her. You do you listen, to, Kirby? Kirby, do you listen to the dialogue in these episodes while watching them? It extended its force field for yeah. her. Oh, Captain Jack so didn't have the force field. He just had space and the time vortex. She had a force field. Did you hear yeah. that bit, Debbie? I did, yes. I heard it. I remember it. Do you think Kirby didn't want to hear that bit so he could have a moan about it? Nah. Well, yes. <laughs> I love the, love the comedy pause. Right then. Um, and then we have see a little cameo from Dan Starkey of, of some couple of um, ill-fated Sontarans. Um, I love that that he's, yeah. I look like it's it, it's it's his he was straight to straight and I'm like yes yes it is he's one of his brothers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it's um uh, oh the wooden cyber person uh, I, I'll say cyber person for that reasons is a of, gorgeous cyber yeah, man very beautiful. Uh, the doctor's aged a little bit at this stage three hundred years apparently and. Deals with the cyber person quite quickly, and then they're still celebrating Christmas in Christmas, and 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 the uh, fact that they all love the doctor. The TARDIS turns up with a very chilly um, Clara still attached and holding the key, and uh, they have a bit of a row because obviously she tricked him. No, he tricked her. He tricked her. And um, then he does it again. Yeah, mean, isn't it? Um, He's trying to save. Anyway, then Handles dies. Sad. Aww. Poor Handles. The best character. And, 
<clears throat> the doctor's not going to come away. He's going to stay there and uh, sends Clara. <laughs> uh, dear. Sends Clara back again. Back to the Christmas party. Yeah, she can't get out of it. And she's a bit upset and she has a bit of a cuddle with her nan. Uh, meanwhile. Posh Christmas crackers. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, yeah, the, the Daleks have infiltrated the uh, the church. And uh, they they seem to have little Dalek eyes coming through their foreheads. They've done it again, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, but uh, Tasha is 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 quite strong in the mind, and uh, she fights it and comes well, he back again. Well, he got her back into uh, into being her by being mean to her, yeah. calling um, her out, didn't he? Yeah. And then Clara finally the turkey's done, and she goes to take it back, but the TARDIS, of course, she can't grab the key this time she's holding on to the turkey and um, all sorts of wars and what not happen uh, and she's like you say she's quite grumpy but she has a bit of a sad scene with her nan who remembers her granddad that's lovely where yeah. her dad's trying to get her to tell the funny story about the pigeon in the restaurant yeah. and the nan just wants to say no I remember your dad like this yeah and I like that I thought that that's was quite, quite a nice actually. little scene the nan stole the show, basically. Yeah, it's very Christmassy. Uh, and then Clara manages to... Uh, she gets taken back via Tasha to see the ageing and dying daughter. Who, when I saw him there, he just, for me, I thought, maybe that's Peter Davis. And, oh, no, no, it's all right. It's, 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 massive. it's when, she, when um, Tasha says, I can drive the TARDIS, I can't drive the Doctor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think River Song was supposed to be playing that character, wasn't it? Because it was yeah, very much yeah, a River I, Song I got... line. I have it a feeling feel that, like that should have been River coming yeah. to save the day. Yeah. Yeah. She. She. Uh, Moffat probably wrote this with the idea that it was River in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he's dying, and he's sort of um, he's uh, ready to give up, and um, he starts climbing. He has to, the to tower. get paid the stairs, though. That seems a bit unfair. Yeah. He goes up <laughs> to the tower, but Clara has a big, big word with the with the time lords through the crack and uh, sort yes of you're going to them. listen to a mortal yes good. well she's she's more than a mortal she's got split into lots of claras by the tardis itself so she has a bit of a connection with uh, with time lordness anyway what happens is uh they give him some artron energy enough for a whole life cycle but he didn't really need it because he forgot he's the empty child not the empty child sorry the timeless child but well we'll come back to that yeah we all forgot time. about that didn't we yeah. anyway so I still i, I still we go. insist that the whole timeless child that's just your that's choice fantastic. i choose to accept it and embrace it, it and like canon. it it is unfortunately now canon well i don't think it's unfortunate it i think it's changed. very romantic i don't care i like Time it can be rewritten. i don't i do like it so shut your face what i say counts anyway he, <laughs> he has a very very powerful regeneration because he's got a lot of brand new artron energy in his body and uh, it blasts yeah, everything just grow a new hand. He annihilates yeah. the Daleks. and everybody comes out from hiding and the doctor clara's going Doctor, and there's a, the phone hanging out from outside, which will have some significance in the next episode, obviously. And uh, then we have the very off. moving scene of uh, the Doctor back to youngness again, and uh, saying, "Nope, nope, this is just a reset." Fish fingers and custard. Coming soon, a bit of fish fingers and custard, and then uh, seeing um, Amelia that isn't Amelia because you quite, quite, quite yeah, clearly see her face bold running headed, around. Bold-headed, bold-headed yeah. Amelia and my, yeah. my <laughs> no, no, that's <laughs> Amy. I'm talking about Amelia, little Amelia who. Didn't, oh, have, yeah. didn't even have ginger hair. Um, and but both characters, both uh, uh, Karen Gillan and Matt Smith, 
are bald in that scene. Yes, you just I said know that. that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Karen yeah. <laughs> Gillan was doing a film called Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. You yeah. may have heard of it. Yeah. Um, it's ironic, isn't it? They This is... This was shot when she did her first, when that the first Guardians of the Galaxy film, and they just finished the last one, and we moved on all this this way. And I missed out on meeting her because I couldn't go to London Comic Con. Uh, it's a very lovely scene, uh, Raggedy Man. That was going to be my quote, Raggedy Man. Good night. Very moving. Well, there, the you just said it. There you go. You could edit. No. Right. So there we go. That's <laughs> sort of it. Peter Cavaldi's here. So, Hooray! Um, this new with kid- the kidneys that he doesn't like. Yeah. Right, so, um, oh, you're not going to like this, Kirby. I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was really good fun. <laughs> it was a bit sort of over the top, but like you say, it was um, Matt Smith's final episode, and I think I, I, they sort of threw everything at it, and I quite enjoyed that. Um, yeah, was, uh, was, sorry, I liked it. I don't want to. I'm not going to hark on about it too you much. You don't have to apologise. Uh, was this a Christmas episode? It was a Christmas episode. Yeah, I think right. so. Why? I just wondered, because he mm. says it's July at some point. Yeah, but I think it was, set, it was actually on at Christmas, wasn't it? Either way, I it was a really good, fun little... Of course it was a Christmas episode. silliness. So um, and it was a, a good bye-bye to Matt. Of course, it wasn't really his bye-bye, because he was in the next episode, for goodness sake. But um, it's um, it was good fun. Uh, sorry, Kirby. Um, I've got the thing hovering over the... The appropriate sound effect, uh, which will come in after Debbie th- says what she thought of it. Well, this time, instead of watching it um, on my own last time, because Tom by that time had gone, I, I'm fed up with Doctor Who. So I watched this Christmas special on my own, which is why I asked if it was on at Christmas, because I think I watched it after. Because, um, you know, I'm not going to just sit on my own in a room on Christmas Day and watch Doctor Who, no matter how much I love it. Um, I do that. <laughs> <coughs> oh, I will this year if nobody wants to join me, but I think they will. I do that. Uh, the I, first time I watched this show, I'm a real cynical old person. I don't, I've never really bigged up Christmas episodes and things like that because the last one that Matt Smith did, I I did not enjoy, and I didn't enjoy it again watching it again. But this one, I watched this one with Tom and Isla. And we did it in two parts because we started it last night after watching the Star Beast, but then I had to go to bed. So we, we stopped this halfway through. And watching it with both of them, especially Isla, who is obviously target audience here, she was so emotional throughout that I began to feel more emotional towards it and a bit more forgiving of Clara and just settled down and enjoyed it. It was kind of watching it through her. And and she was loving all the all the enemies being there, you know. Oh, that wooden wooden Cyberman. Oh no, it's the Weeping Angels. And she actually hid under the blanket when the Weeping <laughs> Angels came on. And and it was great to watch watch it with someone who reacts so appropriately to to the big baddies. But she too, she was like me. I'm like they're just it's the end. So they're throwing every enemy he's faced at him just to remind you that this is what he's seen through through his tenure as Doctor Who. But I find it gets a bit full. So when they resort in the end to it just being the Daleks that they're fighting, because it's only the Daleks still hanging around, that feels a little bit more condensed than the beginning, opening, almost opera-like, these are all your enemies coming to get you at the beginning of the episode. And then the second half of the episode, it's pretty much just Daleks and one lone wooden... Cybermen and Strax times two, you know, but the music throughout 
was great. Um, Clara's theme becomes a bit too overwhelming in future episodes, but it's used really nice in this one, nicely in this one. She doesn't have too big a monologue at the at the Time Lords because you know it could have gone on and on, but she quite simply just says he's lovely, you know, he's he's there for everybody, and I quite like that. But I, I'm still on the fence about really enjoying this one or feeling a bit mm, about it. So I give this a three and a half out oh, of ten. Oh, you know we were doing markings now. Out of ten out of five, sorry. Sorry? I didn't know we were doing markings now. Three and a half out oh, of ten. Oh, yeah, that was what a bit was of an that? echo. That was me. Yeah, the reason is because I'm trying to get the, um, the comments Not in the live feed coming three and a half out of ten. Three and a half out of five is what uh, I meant. And, uh, yeah, it just... It, it is classic end of time. Matt Smith could have done so much more as Doctor Who, but obviously he's gone off and done some other things and he's wonderful in house of the dragon he's absolutely brilliant in that and he's such a good actor and it's great to see him just sort of bounce off from doctor who to to just be you know like karen gillen and this season of doctor who just seems to have launched actors left right and center and uh and it's well deserved because hopefully they came down on mattresses or something after they were launched oh god <laughs> uh. <laughs> but they or or a or a great big uh, uh, hay bale outside Basingstoke. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, it, it was just I, as a goodbye. It was far, it was great, but they didn't give Capaldi the regeneration intro. No, like most of them. Yeah, he'd, you know, already rege- he'd already done that sort of powerful part of it. But yeah, yeah I know exactly. what you're saying. I, uh, but I still had to explain why they didn't do that to Isla, who's like, well, why didn't he regenerate properly? I said, well, he's just expended it all out mm. outside. Yeah, but so. if you watch, I watched up, watch, I was waiting for that, but he sort of ducks down and ducks up. So he ducks yeah, down with it. Matt Smith and ducks and, up as Peter Cavalli. Oh, that's fair enough. And yeah, that's what I was trying to explain to her, but she as a kid was like, but mm. that's not how they do it. And it's like, well, no, if, I get that. if you go back and look at the other, so I'm going to take her and Tom back mm. and show them regeneration episodes. No, I, I, I would uh, I would agree with that and understand her. Oh, I remember being disappointed at the time, actually, to be fair. Talking of disappointment, go on, Kirby. <laughs> Uh, apparently 10 years ago, I kind of liked it. <laughs> uh, this was one of the worst episodes I have seen. Is is the absolute worst regeneration episode. Uh, although the, the, the scene at the end with, uh, with the wrong Amelia running up the stairs and, uh, with Amy and and all that, and even the kidneys, I laughed at the kidney part. The the whole regeneration scene is fine, but all those monsters, <coughs> stupid reasons, and the that darn church, the Mother Superior. Oh, no, not a good explanation of the silence at all. Confess. Um, yeah, that still does not make any sense to me. Uh, no, this this was I liked it ten years ago, and it's down close to the bottom. Uh, the next time I put together a list of my favorite and least favorites, no. The worst regeneration story, Kirby, is Time and the Rani, or is it the other one with the Rani in it? That's the after regeneration. Oh, it's still the worst. The regeneration's at the start. That is the worst regeneration story. This is okay. humongously better than that. Debbie, tell him. Uh, 
Yeah, what he said. Fine. <laughs> Worst modern regeneration. Oh, there we go. It's like adjustment of... Uh, it just feels a bit yeah. like a woohoo, and there he is, yeah. Peter Capaldi. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, so um, stuff coming through on the live feed. Uh, Lillian Robin, you back. Terry Miles, hello, don't worry, nothing can go wrong. 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 Binary, binary. Oh, sorry. Um, Terry Miles, have you checked your levels? Yeah, thank you. At least you're telling me about halfway into the episode. Um, Lillian Robin, glad to see you have recovered from whatever happened. Well, I haven't. I'm using my phone. I've spent money on these gadgets. I I can't do live feeds anymore unless I've managed to fix it, of course. Um, you you can fix it or you can do the whole uh, phone thing again. No, Kirby, if I ever somebody books me to do a live stream from I a wedding, come up I'm there, stuffed. Sit next to you and you can use my phone. At a wedding? No, not at a wedding. Anyway, uh, where do we get up to? Um, Lillian Robin, excuse you, Neil James. The live that feed was, has regenerated. Kirby. Lillian Robin. I had an old school TARDIS key with my Who outfit earlier this week. There we go. That's what's come through. So now we're talking did, about Starbies. Did you, did you see her outfit? No. Did you see it? Yeah. I did, I think. No, I didn't see it. Starbeast. Okay, so I'm well, not... Well, what? Oh, Jesus Christ. You can't even get into the title. Starbeast. Can we try oh, it one oh, more yeah, time? Starbeast? Good. Starbeast. Starbeast, time uh, to stop listening if you haven't seen it. Starbeast. Right, I'm not going to synopsize it. I'm just trying to I'll go through in my mind uh, basically what I enjoyed about it and things that I remember from it because I've only watched it the once. It was so good fun watching Brand New. It's really weird watching Brand New Doctor Who. It's something, oh my God, it's Doctor Who. I haven't seen it. No. <laughs> wow. Um, so anyway, um great sort of um a dynamic opening and um this just looks beautiful it looks very disney plus to be fair um so the doctor has a, a, well, tom really liked the cinematography he mentioned that straight away when he noticed pretty. it um yeah so he gets drawn basically to to donna um the tardis and and him and just happens to land exactly where she is and everything else is happening around her and we have that typical donna scene don't we with with the spaceship and she's sort of looking in the wrong direction where everybody else is looking up at it um we meet that she's got isn't it we meet i love the fact they've they've got the same actor playing her husband and uh, we have uh, obviously their daughter um rose and um very beautiful um and I, I do like the the dynamic that it that that ended up being at the end of it. Uh, yeah. So I I think nowadays to keep all the young uns happy, we have to have some sort of mention of transgendering or different um, genders or whatnot, because it's the way of the times now. And I think they did it quite well with that. Um, and Doctor I Who do... is is always evolving like that. Yeah. So and I, I, yeah, it has to keep up with the time. And it's you also look back into the it's past international. It's all yeah. you know progressive. So well, if, you know. if you look at Shooter Gatsby, who played a, a character in a major series that looks at that, i.e., sex education, I don't think you could not just sort of have. I love the way they related it to the Doctor. Um, mm-hmm. You know this, the fact that he's been she a man and a woman. You know, it's it's not. Done. Yeah, that worked really well. I'm not going to hark on, on about it too much. I just liked. 
that dynamic of it. Also, like the the awkwardness uh, of. I like the representation Donna's... because my my daughter's age group. She's got mm. friends who are struggling with their yeah. identities, and they did it really well. I, mean, I also yeah, like they the did fa- it beautifully. Yeah, the fact they they address the awkwardness of of Donna's mum, who obviously loves her grandchild desperately, but doesn't want to hurt anybody by saying the wrong thing and that relates to older people and probably older people that watch doctor who that want to still love their kids whatever they want to be in life and uh, that was covered really well um i love she's a isn't she old donna yeah um Not of course then we get the meep who um I must admit, the Mary Margulies' voice at the beginning uh, reminded me a little bit of... Um, do you remember Alpha Century, the, the voice of Alpha Century? Yes. When she was talking about that, because she was holding her mouth together so you couldn't see her evil teeth. And I thought that yes. was really quite clever. <laughs> uh, I love the poke in the eye bit. That was really funny. Um, I thought um, Tennant was, was really, What's really good. What the hell? Yeah, so lots of good banter. And, and obviously the chemistry between Tate and uh, Tennant, is, it's just amazing. Uh, I like the fact they didn't kill off uh, Wilf. They just had him in a care home. I thought that was quite nice. Um, we do know that we're going to see him probably yeah, in the, he's the coming. last episode. Yeah, we've seen the video, the videos, the pictures, sorry. Okay. Um, and also, yeah. I like the, the new scientific officer, uh, scientific I want her unit. chair. I want, I want yeah. her chair. Unit's back, love. Uh, like the new logo, I love the, the sort of enhancement, although it's supposed to be a secret organisation, it's now got a Avengers <laughs> Tower, but I don't mind. I, I just love the... Yeah, well, the, on the news headline, it says unit in, unit, yeah. uh, or at the, on the scene, it's like, well, yeah, there you go, I know, but I, secret. I, I, I don't <laughs> mind Sean that. Sean makes a reference to how they're out there in the, uh, in the middle of town. Yeah, yeah, I... And I like the fact that um, Kate Lethbridge-Stewart is looking after Wilf. Yes. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. We'll yeah, see. if you hear when, when they explain oh, okay. that he's in, he's I in a I must have drifted on that bit. She says that Kate Lethbridge Stewart sorted it out. I must have drifted on For that old bit. Servicemen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the uh, the solid screwdrivers can certainly got do some new fab things. It's a bit like um, it reminded me of the reverse of Captain Jack's uh, well, squareness. Wasn't, wasn't that a bit of a nod to Disney? Maybe, and but fantasy no, things. Yeah, also, yeah, it's a bit like um, Tetris as well. But the fact that the square gun that, that does the reverse creates objects. I thought yeah, that, even yeah. though people are moan about it, I thought that was quite cool. These the sort of things that to block. I like this. Yeah, I like the stuff. idea of it being a shield and giving the, buying them enough time to get upstairs. Yeah. But. It was yeah, it? Here, look. Here's the here's the magic wand again. It, it, in a way, but I think Disney liked that sort. Of, I haven't got a problem with this. Exactly. The stomach screwdriver is. Boy, there were there were lots of people complaining about that online last night. Yes, there were. Yes. I think the lots sonic screwdriver. Most most everyone that I saw loved it, but there were so many complaints. There were. Yeah. Right. Let's I cover sonic screwdriver, which we we did the, the episode last week. It's 50th anniversary in which they said in that story that the sonic screwdriver is constantly rewriting itself, uh, growing. It's almost got a bit of an AI now because it's, it's, over the years it becomes more sophisticated. So that yeah. is just a growth in the sonic screwdriver. It's, you could call it annoying because it can do all sorts of stuff, but it's not surprising because <laughs> it, it's not like it's suddenly done this. It's, it's always grown and done something different. Um, and... Um, Obviously, the line that the, the war doctor says it's it's a, a scientific scientific a bit of scientific equipment. It's not a talking about what, the star beast, Tom. Yeah. What did you think? 
<laughs> I loved it. There yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. I like it when fluffy things turn out to be not, you know, what they are. But it I didn't think. It reminded Isla of the teddies that you get that you press the button yeah. and they go. From it's a bit like the Chucky sen- scenario, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought Miriam Margulies was great as as the, the voice and everything. That was great. Well, I actually you, really enjoyed doing that talk? voice. Well, no, it was just um, in many ways it was Russell T Davis who re brought my love of Doctor Who back from being a childhood. I really felt. Yeah. <laughs> you were emotional. You and I, I was, were very everything. emotional. Yeah. yeah. Laugh, maybe cry, maybe talk, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked. I tell you why. When, when they went in that street, I thought, "Blimey, that looks like Penarth High Street." It looks so much. That, that's the street in which the tenth Doctor was shot by the Dalek and then regenerated they into the. They end up on that street, don't they? Is there going to be like a, a spin-off show? Yeah, I don't know, but that looked like there might not have been that street, but it did. Look, it did look like it. Yes, Kirby. Sorry. Was it the same street? I don't it know. It sure looked like it. it. It did look like it, yeah. but there might be okay, a lot of streets. Yeah, like they haven't the updated the. Uh, the website for that episode Location. because it just happened. Yeah. Fair okay. enough. Uh, so uh, trying to think about something I didn't like about it. Mm, it's tricky. Um, I think well, obviously it was a new Doctor Who things, a big extravaganza launched it felt on Disney. Like Christmas, didn't it? Yeah, launched on Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't think they could the, replay. We've got wood fire on. We've they... got you know we're just sat having had our dinner where we were eating fish and yeah. chips. Well, they couldn't really do. A, they couldn't do a, a boring episode for the launch on Disney Plus, could they? And I must admit, no. when I saw at the end the Disney, the Disney logo come up at the end, I thought, wow, <laughs> you know, it was great to see to see our show with a, with a Disney logo on it. Um, I don't feel like yes. they're interfering too much, but it was yeah, rather... Yeah, as long as they don't interfere too no, much. No, I, th- I think it's lovely. They'll put some money into it and make it lovely. All we need is some decent writing. So if you've got the, the you know the technology to make it look fab, which I think they've done rather well, especially, you know, we've looked at um, the show we just revealed. I thought that looked pretty... It was still there as far as, uh, you know, graphics go. I think it looked really, really good. And that's... How, how long ago was that? Eight, nine years ago? So I think yeah. it was, ten. Ten was it really? Ten years ago. Ten years ago, yes. Wow. Well, I thought I think it didn't look dated at all. Um, so and they were, obviously Strictly was on it, and they were talking about sending um, iPlayer. Well, you know, she was talking about um, getting working out how to use iPlayer and stuff like that. So amazing, it's amazing that's ten years ago, really. But there you go. But yeah, um, okay, when we synopsize this story uh, during the journey, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there'll be. You'll probably hate it uh, um, by then, but um, on the whole, it's fab to see Doctor Who back. It's great to have Donna and the do- the Doctor Donna and Doctor. Uh, the fact that uh, no spoilers that Donna there was a way they found a way for Donna to survive, uh, which made sense. To yes, um, which was really quite cool. And yeah, unfortunately, that was what most people were complaining about, wasn't it, Kirby? Why? Yeah. Yeah, because um, they've spent so long going. She can't see me. She can't see me, and and then it feels like a, almost like a get out of jail free card. Mm. That's what people were saying, but I thought like you that it really. I thought it was great. No, I thought it was a great way to keep Donna. Yeah, um, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, of course it does. We still I mean, got her death scene. Because you know, I said, um, yeah, I said to um, Deb while we were watching, I said, look. Um, Donna is a Doctor Donna. She's part time lord. So if she has a child, that child will be part time lord. So there's got to be some link there. And I was sort of slightly right, sort of. You were not just sort of slightly right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it worked really, really well. Isla was was predicting things as well that she was like at the beginning. She, I wish I could remember what she said, but she said something at the beginning, 
and then at the end it was it was there and I was like well done you know and she's like well yeah. obviously they put things in for you to to see so know, RTD I'm has had has had ten years to work out of uh, over ten years now to work out a yeah, way I was of uh, looking uh, at posters <laughs> on the wall to see if there's going to be any hints about what's uh, coming and look at where they landed the target for goodness sake there's two bloody great um yeah. Cyberman dolls outside this well, there something. weren't any posters with smurfs on them. I was surprised at how fast it took Screen Crush to put out a uh, a video of Easter eggs. Oh. Yeah. On on YouTube. But uh, like I say, um, I said some. Um, I was speaking to a colleague at work about it because he asked about it, and I said, "Well, it was fab to see Doctor Who back. I really enjoyed watching it." But you, you get that sort of almost like an injection of something you really want to see—a new episode of Doctor Who—and then. You, you think, right, that's done, let's watch it again a bit more subversively. I think sometimes when you have to watch something to mm. find something wrong in it for a, for a podcast, um, you're forcing that sort of ill sort of view of things to a certain extent. But that's extent. not and, how you should define why you're watching it for yeah. the podcast. And I, I'm finding that, that with the stuff we're, all the stuff all, we're watching at the moment. I was a note-taker, wasn't I? You I were. stopped doing that because I'd lost the enjoyment of watching Doctor yeah. Who. I stopped taking notes. Yeah, what I'm saying is, is is that I've, I found that what the stuff we watch, we re- seem to remember and not liking the Moffat era. And yes, I'm finding it's not, so far, bad. not as bad as I remember it. I know there's a couple of duffers in there, but I've actually yeah. quite enjoyed most of the stuff. It is a bit tongue-in-cheek and it's a bit... I don't like the Doctor Who, Doctor Who thing. It's, it, yeah, that's, but that's a minor thing in relation to the stories itself. And that's pretty much over now. Yeah, um... But you obviously got some great acting performances, great uh, special effects, and like like Debbie said, we've got actors that are going on to do greater things, all from starting out in Doctor Who. And uh, mm-hmm. it's like right. I say, it's it's um, it's fab. And the, um, the Star Beast was fab. Uh, and I'm trying to wonder what I'm not going to like about it when we look at it again at a later date. Uh, I don't think I'm going to find anything um, I don't Isla's like about it, to be in. fair. Isla, oh, what yeah. was it you noticed in Starbeast at the beginning that came back that you predicted? Do you remember? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Isla. But did yep, you enjoy excellent. it? Excellent. <laughs> yeah. What bit made you last most? Meat being evil? Yeah, yeah. the meat being evil was yeah. brilliant. It was very, it was very <laughs> panto, you wasn't sad? it? Was it Donna? Donna dying. Donna dying. But did you like the fact that um, Rose saved the day? You did, yeah. didn't you? Very much. Yeah. Is that all you're going to say? Yeah. Okay. Bye right. Then. And the last <laughs> thing I want to talk about in relation to this fab episode was um, I heard some people saying before it went out that they were complaining about the TARDIS set, and I went, "Oh my God, that is beautiful!" Oh, the fact is that it? Oh. I mean, that was amazing. I didn't think it needed it a coffee machine. This energy. <laughs> Uh, I've seen I've seen a picture of K9 on on this set. Whether that's somebody's just put it together, or it's actually something that they might actually bring in, I don't know. But um, that set was absolutely lush, and um, I hope I hope that's the one that uh, Shoot is going to have because uh, I'll be quite disappointed well, to see it so go. Well, it's so darn expensive. I'm sure. Yeah, they got Disney Plus. I mean that that was all the the coordinated lights and everything. Yes, and I was I was shocked that they set it on fire so quickly. Although oh, they, I don't think the whole set's on fire. I think it's only part of the no, console. That's no, happened before. It, it, oh, the, the the behind the scenes. Oh, that's uh, what Isla predicted. The cut the coffee bit. Yes. 
Yeah, she was like, she's going to do that to the TARDIS later. <laughs> yes. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I thought the Doctor yeah. liked team herself. I was yeah, a bit surprised. In, in the behind-the-scenes show... Uh, I haven't seen it yet. They, they were... They were testing the fire effects and everything. I know. I know they didn't set the whole thing on fire, but I ex- I kind of expected that that was good, what was going to happen as well. Lillian Robin says, "I've got the comic book. Well, it was my dad's. What's that? On a, what's that talking in reference to? Did we talk about comics? The, the Star Beast. It was a the comic. Uh, of course, it was. Yeah, because there's. A, Did it's you written, go over and watch? Yeah, no, I saw the bit. said confidential. Now called something. Else. I haven't seen <laughs> it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Unleashed. But it does say um, by RTD and a couple of other writers, doesn't it? The the yeah, episode. It's, yeah, it's based on it's based on a comic. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. I I've got the comic too. Yeah, uh, but... I posted a picture of it like two months ago. Okay. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is I haven't seen the, the Doctor Who, um, um, whatever it's called now, Confidential, whatever it's called now. Unleashed. Unleashed. That's, I haven't Unleashed. seen that yet. I will watch it. There is one for the an Unleashed for the Children Need special as well. So, but yeah, yeah that's the, the Unleashed for the Children Need is where where RTD got controversial. Oh, he's just winding people up. But anyway, um, yeah. So I, I I really quite enjoyed it, and uh, I'm looking forward to the next couple of. I'm looking forward to the next, hopefully, year or so of doctor who and uh, and beyond and i hope that everybody who now internationally can enjoy doctor who on disney plus um brings doctor who back to where it was um when david Tennant first became the doctor okay i see another that's now i think i summed that up rather well um anybody got anything more to say about the star beast i loved it yeah. I hope you loved it. Good. I'm glad you liked it, Gabby. I thought you said you didn't like it. I thought so. Uh, for that, no, we're going to do that. Of course, I loved it. This Starting was this was such a wonderful regeneration. To yeah, sorry, yeah. pardon the pun, um, of Doctor Who. The it it really was de- a delight to watch. I think that's the best way yeah, I can describe really how good. I felt. Oh, and there's it. one more thing. One more thing. I'm sat there. I'm sat there watching it. My family are crying, laughing, res- you know, responding perfectly to all the cues. I'm I'm quite a cynical git when I'm just sat oh, watching you? things. I don't cry. Do I don't cry, I don't cry at things. And uh, yeah, I'm just sat watching it and absolutely enjoying it. eating it up, eating up the lore, eating up the new characters. You know, mm. just loving it. And there's Tom and Isla crying, laughing. You know? <laughs> It was perfect to watch with them like that. And, you know, in front of the fire, it felt like Christmas. So it did, <laughs> yeah, it did exactly actually, yeah. yeah. what Doctor Who should do. We had the decorations the- up ourselves, uh, Debbie. Although I still hold, with the new theme tune, the guy on the piano does go a bit bonkers. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but at least it's got the, the, that sample from the original, uh, the dealer Derbyshire. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. Well, yeah. Which I, I do like hearing that in, in, the, in the theme um, the other thing I, thought I want to say uh, that has some significance on this episode that Debbie liked it. That's she who must be obeyed, the best wow. one ever. Oh, no, she that's, liked that's it. Great that's if yeah. Happened. No, that hasn't happened for a while. She enjoyed it. So, oh, I'm just not my microphone. So that moves us on to the next segment of the show, which Wait, is something. I, I, oh, I, Jesus I Christ! I can't expand. Yes, of course you can. Go oh, I, you should... Well, I like I said, I I loved it. I've been looking forward to seeing this for so long and it was not a disappointment uh i was usually uh fred is sleeping at the time of day that we would watch things that i would watch this but she was awake she came down uh and uh watched it and she 
didn't like it as much as I did. Um, it, it was just a joy to see good old Dr. Donna back together oh, and it was oh, so much a breath of fresh air uh, over what we've had the past several years. Um, now, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get the other two to watch it because since Fred wasn't as enthusiastic about it as I had hoped and I was counting on her to convince her sisters to watch this because they the geek stopped watching with Capaldi and um, my youngest stopped watching with Matt Smith so we'll see there's something else actually being able to watch Doctor Who with the Doctors themselves that is, I've never got, actually managed to do that what? although did quite, I slightly watch a little bit of the, the next Doctor with Valila Shabalala does that count? what are you talking about? oh jeez are we talking about your daughters watching with do, with the Doctors one of them watched with uh, Peter Capaldi you said and another one watched with no what? one of them stopped watching the show after the Capaldi oh, no, era. No, you said with them. The other said. stopped watching after the Matt Smith era. Yeah, this is what happened to a lot of people. Wasn't it? I was being exceptionally facetious, which really did deserve Obviously, a bit of laughter rather was, than um, what sense. I actually got. Uh, so, yeah, I, it, was, it was great. Looking forward to next week. Looking for the week after next. I, I just, I have got a bad feeling that we're going to have a multi- month gap oh you know well, we'll, we'll wait and see we've got three new episodes or two oh, more to oh, come and the, and the other, other special as well the other disappointment is that we're not getting all the little extra bits that you guys are getting uh here in the states that's like, a shame that is a real shame that you guys because no, i assumed that because it's supposed to be broadcast around the world that you'd get the extras what extra bits things. Uh, Unleashed, for oh, okay. for example, Unleashed is only on BBC Three, Adam, and oh, and uh, all the uh, Hooniverse stuff. Is it not on iPlayer then? It's probably. First of all, I don't have iPlayer. I'm talking to Debbie. It is on iPlayer because it's Good. on BBC Three, but it's not available all over the world still. Oh, um, I feel I should play some music for that. What? So, what's the problem with it then, Debbie? in America so they can't get all the extra bits and how does that affect our friends uh, across the pond well they don't like to see everything (laughs) I mean yeah yeah, obviously I was just referring to seeing Unleashed which means I've got ways of seeing it (laughs) so of course you having those ways to see it mean that no one else can find those those ways to see it I presume Oh well, it's not, it's not, it's not that yeah. easy. It's not that easy. Oh. I, apparently, one YouTube channel did put the um, Unleashed out there. I haven't checked to see if it's still there. Okay. Well, it's, and it's, 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 it's the same YouTube channel that put out all of the uh, Tales of the TARDIS beginning and end scenes. Thank you for that, Kirby. 
Right, um, well, over to well, the bit that Kirby um, um, uh, orchestrates. No, oh, no, no, not. I, okay. I need to t- remind you, oh, no. because we've been talking about all this stuff, I do have to refresh the page. Okay. So, so B, 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 C, <laughs> BBC one, BBC two. <laughs> Give me a chance to actually. God, Do you this. haven't had a good how long has we been on here uh, trying to fight with the podcast situation well, for so, one hour and fifteen minutes? There have been times that I've, I've been reading the uh, comments and someone else has put a comment yeah, out. That's there. only when um, when Robert's on. Yeah. When Robert's on, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Feedback. Uh, what? Who? Oh, I yeah, did. Robert. Robert has. Hang on, hang on. Uh, something came okay. through. Okay. Where is it? This is this is going to be a mixture of the two of time of the doctor and. Uh, comments about yeah. before you before you move on to that i'm giving you a bit of extra time for it to load but david j howe uh friend of the show and friend of the convention that's fantasy con says verdict on the star beats and you should know he's an expert on doctor who loved it want to watch it again and then sort of review but with my mobility severely impaired it might take a little time to get it sorted he had a bit of a health scare. Um, but, yes, happy with it. So, if he likes it, it must be good. Over, Kurt, over to you, Kirby. Yes, it is good. It's because it is. Okay. Uh, the first comment was from me. Do you want me to read it? No. Yeah, go for it. No, I Yeah, I no. said, uh, well, I just watched... I'm referring to Time of the Doctor. Well, I just watched this for the first time in 10 years, and to preview my opinion when we record, Mm. utter bollocks, ew, horrible, worst regeneration episode ever. I'll listen to what I said 10 years ago, but I'm sure it wasn't good. Actually, what I said 10 years ago was I liked it. Uh Uh, I have to admit that the actual regeneration itself is fine, particularly when you remember that both Matt and Karen are both bald and wearing wigs, (laughs) and the Dr. Amelia scene, and I like the kidneys, I don't like their color line, but the rest of the episode is bollocks. Um, Lillian Robin uh, commented, it's got some okay bits, but it's not my fave. I'm, how predictable, going to try and find Clara's outfit for cosplay. <laughs> uh, Robert Haynes says to her, of course you are. Uh, Tim Drury. Oh, hang on, you could have pre-warned me. Obligatory. He asked, not reviewing the Star Beast? Uh, I said, we will say something. Uh, And somebody named Adam Pearson says, no full synopsis, that's all. Uh, Debbie Melrose, whoever that is. We're Uh, going to definitely talk hard about it. Just not the rewatch Adam talks us through. Um, Skipping Ian. I commented about Ian by... uh, putting a better clip of the Dave Allen out yeah. there. <laughs> um, Robin asks, what's happening with the live stream? I say technical oh, difficulties. Geez. All right, we don't need those bits, Kirby. Edit yourself. <laughs> Neil James says, the time of the doctor. I was so hyped for this after the wonderful 50th anniversary special, but this left me a bit bored. I don't like Smith's old man beard or the town beat. Town called Christmas. Beard? I do love quick regeneration, though. Being on Capaldi, uh, three stars out of five. And Lillian says, hi, Neil. What, what beard? Okay. I don't he remember him what? having a beard. Hi, Neil. Okay, fair enough. Hi, Neil. 
Oh dear. Oh, I got nothing from Ian Kirk. It's rather unusual. Yes, you do. Well, he's got a transcript. Oh, oh, I just dropped my mouse. The sound effect that you gave, Kirby, happened exactly the same time I dropped my mouse. Okay, I think I might have something here. Uh, no, I, I dropped um, I dropped my coaster. It was stuck on my coffee. You're just copying me. Now, that says Day of the Doctor. No, I haven't got anything as far as I know. 19th of November. Yeah, well, am you. I supposed to forget? Hang on. Whoa, don't do anything yet. I'm looking in my junk. Uh, You're looking at your what? Uh, my junk folder. You! Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, thank you, Debbie. Otherwise known as spam. And I don't appear to have anything from... I Ian am not otherwise Kirk. known as spam. Thank you. I've got an old one that says um, transcript for um, Day of the Doctor, Stephen Moffat, blah, blah, blah. But this is called Time of the Doctor, is it not? Oh, well, I'll continue with this. Well, good evening, 20 Megabyte Sunday here. It's uh, hey. 10 to 6 on Sunday. I'm about to go forward the back of the sports pages. And, um, yep, yesterday, yesterday afternoon morning, I sat and did my ironing and I watched... Time the Doctor, and it's um, yeah, it's okay, really. It's not not the best. I mean, really, I was just waiting for regeneration. So that's what it's all about, and it's sort of really a regeneration of the story bolted onto it. And the story itself, it's interesting. You know, the, the Doctor getting old, the Doctor actually being in the same place for what three hundred years, I think it was. He was protecting the the uh, that little town of Christmas on Trenzalore. Uh, which is something you know we've never seen before. We've never seen the Doctor get old, have we? You know, you saw him going from being, uh, you know, the young, sprightly beast that he is now to, uh, you know, sort of middle age and sort of late middle age, sort of, you know, probably Adam, the age that you and me are about now. What? And then really turning into, a, you know, really a geriatric. Um, but what it did, though, it, it, cl- it, um, it closed off something because it's uh, Amy's crack. It Pardon? finished that story completely. That's um, so we, we, we found out what it was all about. You know, it was a time was coming through. So something you'd already done. And, of course, it reset the regenerations for him um, because, uh, you know, he thought he was going to die. He's crazy me there. So is his grave there or not? I mean, that's an interesting one. We, you know, we never actually found that out, did we? You know, but presumably it isn't because he didn't die. So uh, why does, you know, in previous stories, there's references to that. So uh, interesting point, that's. Um, obviously, the Daleks really copped it badly, didn't they? I mean, you know, they, thought they, they thought they had the Doctor, but they didn't. Uh, you know, interesting that you, you use regeneration energy to kill them. And yeah, that was it with the doctors. And off we went again with an, an, another complete set of regeneration. So presumably that's the next, uh, you know, I'll keep us going probably till what about, ooh, I don't know, 2050, 2060, you know, unfortunately, I'll be around then. You've got to be 95 in 2060, but uh, hey, that's right. Or death. Um, but yeah, it's, it was, you know, it's good. The regeneration itself was, um, I thought the way they built it all up, you know, you got the fish fingers and custard, so you started that, you got uh, Amelia Pond being there, then then Amy Pond coming back at the end, good, you know, Raggedy Man, good night, which I thought was, was, was a lovely moment, and it really was, I mean, that's, you know, one of the up there moments in Doctor Who, and then suddenly, bang, he changed, you know, it was um, one of the more interesting regenerations, you know, I don't think I've ever seen it done so quickly, it's always been a sort of, you know, I remember the Pertwee to Baker one, so like a slow fade, um, same with the Davidson into Baker. Yeah, they all were. It, it, it happened over a period of time, but this one was just a woof. And suddenly he had a completely different face. New kidneys, that was a good one. I uh, did like that. But all in all, you know, not a bad story. Not brilliant. Yeah. A lot of plot holes in there, but yeah, I suppose. 
It'll do. It'll do. And then in the evening, I sat down with a bottle of wine, big surprise, and I watched the Star Beast. And that, I, that was a lot of fun. That really was. I mean, I suppose, you know, you could, you guessed that the meat was going to turn out to be a bad guy after all, not a good guy. Um, but actually, I thought that was, you know, that, that was a good, 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 good twist. I thought the way that uh, they sorted out, uh, you know, how Tennant could come back as the doctor or not, you know, how he's been recognised by Donna and that Donna, you know, using the, the energy herself, you know, she was able to, you know, turn back into the doctor Donna that she'd been. Um, I was reading the page this morning, they're making a big thing about uh, her daughter being trans, you know, being played by a trans act, uh, I suppose it's an actor, isn't it? I suppose it's the, the, the correct uh, way to talk it. And, you know, there was, there was a bit of Wokimson in there, but I think, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, some people have a problem with the wheelchair. Well, sorry, I don't. I mean, you know, it's someone in a wheelchair. What's the problem? You know, I, I do think that um, people who think it's Doctor Who being woke by doing those sort of things is, sorry, you're missing the point. It's just, yeah, somebody in a wheelchair. Please, I think the okay. wheelchair with weapons and things like that was, was excellent. Just rather good. But what I think what, what I missed was how did the doctor, how did she know the doctor was uh, the unit scientific advisor? Because did I miss something? You know, it just suddenly no, seemed that he was he was there, he was in, you know, they've been they're arresting people, they arrested the BBC journalist, uh, you know, they're arresting people left, right and centre, but yeah, the doctor somehow hmm, I don't know. But anyway, it was it was a bit of fun, it got it set up for the next story. Uh, apparently they're gonna be darker and weirder according to what I've read in the uh, telegraph this morning. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that, you know, it's good. Saturday night gonna sit down and watch Doctor Who, you know, it's it's great, isn't it? It really is. Proper, anyway, yeah, it's proper. Uh, that's Andy Nunny. Um, uh, what is his point about the uh, the wheelchair-bound person and the trans person or whatever? Uh, it's just part of day-to-day -day life. We have people who are disabled, people who are trans, people who are not trans. Uh, people are bad. People are good. Uh, and it's just just uh, society. <coughs> Oh, do you mind? That went right in my eye. Jesus <laughs> I couldn't even press mute. I'm sorry. Um, so I, I think it's okay. Then I didn't think they just bashed her, us, me. slapped us around the face with it. So, I mean, what if... Uh, I mean, the thing is, though, it's the funny is the ironic part of it is we that all that fuss... The all the fuss about Davros having legs last week. And now <laughs> we've got, they, there's a comment about the, um, the scientific advisor having... No, well being in a wheelchair but what are you saying then if if that's wrong is he saying that people in wheelchairs can't be scientists is that that's what it is let's have a word with stephen hawking oh, we can't obviously because he's not with us anymore but you know what i mean yep sorry just saying uh i said my piece on that one right the next piece uh uh is you want this me to read uh ian's thing no I did he did he send you realize i have technology don't you the kirby no kirby. But i'm going to send something over to debbie 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 Melrose. Okay. He did put a transcript on the post. Well, okay. I'd rather you didn't read it if you don't mind, Kirby. Is that okay? No, no. Is it the transcript of something he sent to us, or is it oh, just something he sent about read. the feedback? I don't know. Right, Debbie, I've met, I sent you some blurb uh, that you, Thank are, you. you are allowed to read. Oh, good. We're at Trends Law with everyone who hates the Doctor in orbit around the planet. <laughs> yep. Snow everywhere. This must be a Christmas episode. Oh, I'll just check. Yes, it was transmitted on 25th of December 2013. Didn't really need to look, did I? Does Stephen Moffat live in the remote Scottish Highland to think it snows at Christmas every year? <laughs> Come off it, Moffat. The only settlement on Trenzalore is called Christmas. 
the papal mainframe, or as it's now called, the Church of the Silence. Nice-looking priestess and Tasha name. All of Brady is hot. Oh, look, it's Amy's crack. Doctor Who, once again. Wooden Cyberman. Mm, no change there, then. Everybody do the giraffe. <laughs> Twelve regenerations, well, for normal time, Lord. So the Doctor has no more regenerations left. Mm. Mm. That would be so bad if he knew about Chibbering's ideas about the Doctor being the timeless child, so maybe not. Hang on, the Doctor lied to not Barnable about having a plan while inside the truth bubble surrounding the town. Oh dear, there is little Amy Pond. Oh, and big Amy as well. That was a quick regeneration. <laughs> <laughs> now we enter the Capaldi era. Deep breath, everybody. Linda ah, and... very good. I like that. That was a quick regeneration. But it wasn't, though. You stood at the top of the tower uh, pumping out all sorts of yeah, regeneration. Right. Area, and then there was a little click at the end of it. And a duck of the head and hello. I think it was one of the more longer regenerations myself. Because he said, you know, he did the big thing at the tower. And then he got into the tower and said it's happening. So and he was still regenerating it. then. And then it was... It's like that, like Mr. Ben. The change he, was uh, quick. The regeneration was quite long. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Ben. Master. Yes, my darling. Was your mattered Gerby? Uh, Ian just said that he sent you the audio. <laughs> Hello, 20 Megabat Podcast. This is Ian Kirk. The Time of the Doctor by Stephen Moffat. The Christmas Special 2013. Yeah, ten years ago, apparently. They seem to be trying to make this a tearjerker. Like regeneration is a sort of death. Not quite as self-indulgent as the Tenth Doctor's farewell tour. <laughs> you can't change the future, unless you can. The Christmas dinner and holographic clothes bits are very clunky. Clara asking the Time Lords for help makes her one of the most important beings again. <laughs> if it always snows on the town of Christmas, how do people survive there? It is a fantasy science fiction TV show. No, it's a science fiction The Doctor ages TV to death TV. without turning into Dobby, as the Tenth Doctor did when the Master aged him. But consistency is not a priority on this show. This story involved a time machine and a clock tower, already done by Back to the Future. <laughs> this story must be set a long time in the past, as it includes the origin story of The Silence. It also sorts out the ambiguity about the Doctor's regeneration count. Long ago, on a comedy sketch show, church furniture was used as a TARDIS to escape a stealth Dalek. The Doctor teamed up with the church to fight his old foes. He got to imagine saying goodbye to Amy as he met his end. Then he turned into Peter Capaldi. Ten years later... The Star Beast by RTD2. <laughs> Russell the Davies is back with a script that includes representation for minorities, such as gingers and large white cats. <laughs> this is a fantasy science fiction TV show, no, which I think having TV a steelworks show. in London is stretching credulity too far. I watched this story a little late as I fell asleep waiting for it to come on. There is a scene that includes a man asleep on his sofa, so I feel I have been represented, <laughs> and that so has Andy Nunny. If Donna remembers the Chibnall era, 
she will die. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> the scientific advisor for unit now has a wheelchair, whereas the scientist, Davros, no longer has one. <laughs> the action pauses for a while in an underground car park, while the time mode has a trial. There was once a Bond villain with a white cat. In this story, the villain turns out to be a white cat. <coughs> Early classic Who had a story where a bug-eyed creature was good, and the blonde women turned out to be the villains. The Sonic can now create floating transparent screens, like they had on The Expanse. The TARDIS has changed the desktop theme again. Now it is Spaghetti Junction. I don't like it. An enjoyable story, a bit light on plot, but it is an anniversary special. If the Doctor's regeneration can use the face of an ancient Roman, then it can use the face of Peter Davison's son-in-law. Bye for now. Uh, do you want me to read uh, Roberts? Or... Oh, it's Roberts on one. Yeah, you, re- you do yeah, Roberts. He, he did two feedbacks on our... Oh, uh, go on then, do Roberts one. So he says... Firstly, the time of the Doctor. I think I didn't really like this when I first saw it. I forgot to turn the subtitles on this time, so I missed a lot of what people are saying. While I like the music, there's too much of it, and it's often far too loud, so I don't get to understand all of what's going on. I found there was so much going on that I wasn't keeping up, and the typical Moffat touches still annoy the hell out of me. All the business about being naked, wearing holographic clothes, for example... As I say, there's a lot going on that, at least for me, it was hard to keep up. I still don't like those Dalek eyes coming out. Uh, it tried to make things epic by having all these action scenes and things exploding, but it all felt hollow and uninvolving. Now on to some thought about the Star Beast. Now, I wanted to hate it. The story was just little more than being about the message. I'd much rather just have an adventure than have messages rammed down my throat all the time. I know people will point to stories such as the Green Death, Environmental Issues, Peladon Stories, UK entering the EU, and the minor strikes in the 70s, but they were few and far between with the message hidden behind stories of mad computers and toxic waste being dumped or ice warriors not causing trouble or causing trouble. (laughs) I, I guess I get sick of condescending messages. It's like the racism issue. How many American shows feature black characters? Lots. And they will always feature a racism storyline, yawn. Uh, but the Star Beast certainly looks different. The picture looks great, and it certainly feels like a different show, especially after the Chibnall mess. It looks really good now. I thought they realized Beep the Meep very well. The new TARDIS interior looks good, maybe a bit too large for my liking. About time we have the show back. I have a feeling these specials are going to go by fast. I don't like Tennant's hair, though. I much prefer his hair in the 50th anniversary special. Oh, oh, right, okay. Uh, well, it's a different um, incarnation of the Doctor, is it not? I loved his hair. <laughs> I was watching it last night going, oh, uh, okay. It really is sticking up. <laughs> oh, I can't see the bit I was going to moan about now. I've reread it twice and I still can't see it. So it can't have been that important. Oh, well, never mind. Um, yeah, I did totally disagree about the, 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 the actual um, new TARDIS uh, console room. Looks bloody lovely. Uh, right, Doctor Who news. Oh, absolutely. Doctor I love Who the new news. console. The fact that it, it matches his energy, all the running around. Yeah, well, like I say, I hope it, it also matches uh, Shooty's energy because um, I want it to remain the TARDIS console room for a bit. 
Doctor Who knew. What the hell did it come up with that for? Got an advert come up on the blooming screen. Right, apparently uh, there's the official Doctor Who podcast. That's right. Jump yeah. on the bandwagon, BBC. <laughs> I do hope, do hope they put a disclaimer at the end of the episode so that, that Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC and essentially Disney, um, which makes obviously we might have to cancel cancel doing the show now if they're doing official Doctor Who podcasts. Um, don't know where they it can't kind of pushes stop us. us. They can't us stop the unofficial ones, you know. Um, yeah, it says uh, the word gears up for Doctor Who mania. BBC Studios has launched the official Doctor Who podcast bandwagon jumping to accompany the latest series of Doctor Who but not anything else about Doctor Who like we do A. The official Doctor Who podcast is a three way panel discussion between author and columnist Juno Dawson, pop culture TikToker and movies podcaster Tyrrell Charles and cosplay and digital creator Crystal D. I bet they're not very good because uh, they don't do it the way we do it. Anyway, um, the exclusive insights from showrunner. Oh, yeah, well, we tried to get Russell T. Davis on, but he snubbed us, didn't he, everybody? Yes. I don't know. Yes. Mm. But anyway, yeah, so Doctor Who podcast is sort of available somewhere on YouTube. Yeah, I noticed BBC it was on, the, on YouTube and I downloaded it, but I haven't watched it yet. The 15th Doctor makes an appearance on BBC4. The viewers that was wa- cool. <laughs> yep. Viewers watching the repeat of the 2013 docudrama of the origins of Doctor Who and Adventure in Space and Time were treated to a surprise appearance from the 15th Doctor as played by Shudu It was Kappa. just so cool. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yet. it was. I haven't seen it. Uh, the programme originally aired, uh, sorry, featured a cameo from the incumbent Doctor in 2013, Matt Smith, but the producers have taken the opportunity to update the ending to reflect the show in 2023. That was, oh, that cool. was great. That has shown up as a short on Facebook with loads. Yeah, there is a there is a link to the clip on Doctor2news.net. Uh, uh, and Doctor Who marks 60th anniversary in tw- today. That's it. Not obviously not today. It was on the 23rd. Uh, it was the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. Um, was it? I hadn't noticed. Yeah. First episode on Earthy Child, which we can't see unless you happen to have it on DVD, like I do. Um, was broadcast at 5.16pm on BBC Television, where it was watched by 4.4 million viewers. Now, last I checked, it was still on American Britbox. Oh, well, whatever. Um, Look. Radio 2 celebrates Doctor Who at 60. Uh, and uh, apparently it was Peter Davis and Sylvester McCoy. We showed up for that one, sorry. Uh, Sylvester McCoy, Janet <laughs> Field in Bonnie Langford. Uh, Sophie Aldred, Nicola Decker, Les Briggs, um, Segan Akinola, uh, Ruth Maidley. And um, Andrew Garfield, there we go, uh, was on that. I'm sure these are able to be listened to on some sort of catch-up, because it says all episodes of Radio 2 celebrates Doctor Who at 60 can be found here via a link, if you want to watch those. Um, there's also Unit Legacy in Doctor Who down in the London Underground, so old comic and whatnot. Um, I think that's a Unearthly point. Child is definitely yeah. still on American Britbox. And then we cool. come back to the beginning where it says uh, Classic Dot 2 now streaming on TV. I did dabble in the coloured version of The Daleks, which was on BBC4 um, oh, yeah. on the 23rd, actually. It's, it's a bit weird, but it actually is. I think they've done quite a good job. They've sort of added in things like the cloister bell and sort of made it slightly more current in regards to some of the sound effects and everything. Yeah, but they didn't overdo that that's what no, i like about it was it. subtle wasn't it, it? Is, were you startled by the weird music at one point no i found that music more invasive this time around yeah, mm, yeah. i didn't i didn't i didn't I watch all of it i was startled but i, I definitely wa- 
felt it was more invasive. I think I felt like I watched a bit of the, all of the first episode and a bit of the second. Um, but I might go back to watch. I've recorded it anyway, so I can watch it uh, as and when. The other thing that I, I sort of didn't realise it was on until it was too late. It was on Channel 5. There was a, a programme about all the secrets of Doctor Who. And I thought, what odd place to put a, I don't know, a series. I know they did a Forty Towers one, Channel 5, a while back. Um, so I'm looking at, obviously I missed it. So I'm hoping it's going to be on, on catch up on, on Channel 5. Because uh, they had all the, you know, the, the current, the old companions that are still alive on it. And people that have had bit parts and and fans and stuff like that so um that i want to watch because it did look really really interesting the bit i did catch right at the end so i'll try and look up see what that is and see if it's uh, available to download on on the uh, the five um app or whatnot but that's an odd place to find a program about Bob doctor um so uh i think that's that covers doctor who news um Anything going on on the sponsors sites? No, I'm going to talk about sponsors. Is that who won that code? Oh, go on, you can talk yeah, about sponsors absolutely. if you like. I'm going to have a look to see if I can find that program that was on Channel Five. Um, there was actually Lavazzi put out a um, a special offer. So if you want to keep a abreast of Lavazzi special offers, one you can get on their mailing list, which is quite a useful way to do it. Uh, go to lavazzi.co.uk uh, or go to their blog. There's a, a, a switch on there somewhere to uh, join their mailing list i think personally in regards to sites that are not sort of specifically aimed at doctor who because obviously melinda's a massive doctor who fan it's one of the best facilities because you get a, a free blog you can submit fan fiction you can wa- read fan fiction um it's a great little um little fan mini fan site uh and of course you can buy some of the best um absolutely bitch to wear as Doctor Who fans. I mean, if you, you can't not have a scarf. You're not really a proper Doctor Who fan if you've not got, got some sort of scarf. Even if you don't like the Fourth Doctor. A scarf is, well, it's essential. To, Absolutely. Um, it's, it's almost like the badge of a Doctor Who fan. <laughs> that and a rascal. I just wish it got cold enough here to, to wear yeah, it doesn't the scarf you can, you, can, you can sort of put it up somewhere, can't you? Um, that's one thing we forgot to do at Fancy Gone is to actually have the scarf across the front of the, the table because I was rather busy and I forgot. Um, what's happened to my TV? It's not doing anything. Hang on, my TV's not, I'm not, can't control it. Uh, so who won? Uh, um, Doctor Who fans like presents. Now, I'll be interested to see, actually, now you've mentioned it, Kobe, I am actually going to have a look at who won because I'm going to see if they've got anything in relation to the current stuff. Somebody else could have done this to make it easy for me because I'm trying to do something else at the same time. And I, I put com and not cop.co.uk. That was your fault, baby. <laughs> well, I could have told you it was who won that co.uk. No, but I tried. <laughs> and then and I tried to change it and it comes up with something. I'll just draw that again. Who won Where's the dot? There it is. Dot UK. I'm trying to lean past my microphone. By the way, there was a, there was a request earlier on on the uh, the live feed for me to move the position of the camera, i.e. my phone, because Lillian didn't like looking up up my beautiful nostrils. <laughs> so I did that. Um, no, they weren't flary at the time, but I did flare them they for can a, be a bit scary, flary. No, I did flare them a little bit for her specifically <laughs> before moving the, the thing. Um, I guess I'm going to have to go back and watch the <laughs> Yeah, really worth watching, uh, Kobe. What the, hang on, the remote's not doing what I want it to do. I want to go on to... Is there anything going on on the feedback? Feedback? What feedback? Oh, not yeah. Not feedback. No, back know, to the... who won. Yeah. Um, 
well, his latest Double product. She's asking about the oh, I'll have a look in a minute. I'm doing the Doctor Who. I'm doing the Who one. Um, Liberation okay. of the Daleks. Rose Illustrated. Uh, Hootopia. Ten Days of Christmas. Uh, 1990s Wannabes. 60s Imaginary Friends. All available now to buy. What's coming up soon on whoone.co.uk. Tenth, uh, eighth, sorry. I'll start again. I rust that. Eighth Doctor Audacity. Isn't there a company called Audacity? Oh, no, that's Audible, isn't it? Uh, eighth Doctor in the bleak midwinter. I wonder if these are Eighth Doctor stories. Odyssey, a Torchwood tale. Um, along with uh, Once and Future Six Time Lord Immemorial. Uh, can't even say it. And uh, the Once in Future Seven, The Union. Ood, Unit. Uh, Torchwood story. <laughs> and the Pasternoster Gang, Trespassers One. Uh, right then, so. I'm going to see Trespassers Will. Pardon? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Debbie. Oh, I said, shouldn't that be Trespassers Will? Trespassers Will? I'm trying to find Channel 5. I can't find me. Hang on, here it is. I found me. I used to use a program called Audacity, which for uh, sound editing. Yeah, and it was quite good at editing out um, vocals from the Audacity. So you could uh, sing over tracks. Right then, here we are. Black Friday offer. Oh, oh! You can get uh, Paramount Plus in the UK for three pound forty-nine for the first three months if you if you take up that. Trouble is, if you already got it, you're stuffed, really, isn't it? Um, yeah, but what then I'm looking for. De- I was looking for Channel Five, wasn't I? Uh, I'm just trying to find Channel Five online. I'll be gutted if uh, it's not on here anymore. I'm just using my Amazon Fire Stick, Kirby. Got one of them? No. I'm a, this, this is a Roku. Uh, I don't have family. Amazon Fire Stick either, Kirby. Don't worry. Yeah, this, this is a Roku family. We have Roku TVs. Same here. Five of them. Don't know who that is. Uh, right. Well, I've got my five, so I'm hoping it's on there. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, oh, it, oh, it's just queued. Oh, I'm getting cross. I want to find out. Well, you getting cross? Yeah. Really? And we're not going to do what we watched this week because we're going to skip it for it. Is that all right, or for everybody? Do you mind not doing what we watched this week? Cause we I don't mind because I we? did watch pretty much the same thing as I watched last yeah. week. Mm. Finished I, I, I finished Ahsoka and then started Ahsoka again with uh, Fred. Mm, well, I watched. Um, I haven't watched Doctor much Who? drama. No, I watched Doctor yeah. Who. Or I watched um, I'm a Celebrity, then The Big Brother, and uh, what else? Oh, yeah, The Survivor. Um, uh, and we tried to watch. I was a bit disappointed to find that the new series of Traitors isn't into the new year. I was not hoping that was on soon, so I have to wait till the other. And Doctor Who, like you say. Um, oh, and yeah, stuff of. Oh, what else did I watch? Oh, Friends. I I'm thought we friends. weren't doing it. Just say I've been watching a bit of Friends because I'm building the the Friends um, Lego set. Now we can actually go back to what people are saying on the live feed. Yes, I nearly forgot that, didn't I? Somebody could have reminded and you, me. And you still have to tell us what happened with your Legos. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you that in a minute. Don't, don't not remind me. Right, what's coming through on the live feed? We've got uh, Lillian Robin, high kneel. I'm not kneeling, <laughs> I've got a bad knee. And then I watched Tomorrowland. What, bloody hell's Tomorrowland? It's a uh, that's, that's, that No, it's a, uh, it's a movie that came out... About what five years ago? Uh, it's a Disney movie by the guy who did The Incredibles. Yeah, okay. Well, I watched um, my one of my favourite series, a Sky Arts series called. Uh, it's about Hollywood um, actors. Oh God, what's it called again? 
Um, Deb, help. It's up to series 16. Why is it not installing quicker? Um, Oh, what's it called again? Um, It's not remembering. It's um, yeah, it's a series on Sky Arts about some um, Hollywood stars. It's up to series 16, and they had um, DiCaprio, Winslet. And rather bizarrely, it went back in time and did John Mills and then came back to present day and did, um, oh, um, Michelle Yao. One of my faves, Michelle Yao. She's, she's got um, screen presence and she was in Star Trek Discovery as well. Uh, oh, it's, 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 it's installed it. What good timing. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking Lift about. Music. I have no idea what's going I'm on. I'm talking about my five. I'm trying to find out what this Doctor Who thing was. I was on Channel 5 last night. It is relevant to what we're talking about. It's a Doctor Who podcast, I believe. Uh, where's the sign? Yep, yeah, it says the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast. So, so what I'm talking about is relevant to that. I'm still trying to wing this because it's not loading up the page. Um, Lillian Robin. My Doctor Who dress was partly inspired by a dress from Tomorrowland. I did notice that uh, one of our local um, uh, drag uh, artists, singers, uh, called Quivers, um, posted a picture of themselves wearing a a Doctor Who frock. And now Debbie wants them to come to next year's fantasy con. What do you think, Debbie? But I'm quite happy to. But I not didn't, I you, Quivers. <laughs> no, no, other Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's given me. I've got to sign into it. I give up. I give up with my five because I've got to sign into it to find out if a program that I wanted to watch last night and missed it is actually on catch up. So I'm going to skip that because otherwise this is going to drag the show out far too long. Now I'm going to have a look on the calendar to see what we may or may not be doing next oh, week. Oh yeah, let me bring up the calendar. <laughs> When's the next episode of Doctor Who? Isn't it two weeks' time? No, it's next, no, it's Saturday. next Saturday. Okay, well, we'll probably be talking about that, won't we? Oh, yeah. And, um, or... Do you still want us to do the review of Capaldi's first one? Oh, yes, we're doing that. Okay. Don't you worry, Debbie. Yes, we'll be doing... <laughs> it's Deep Breath, isn't it? Yep. Deep Breath. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the, the next episode of... Uh, in, the, in the same sort of format, but for both episodes. And hopefully we'll have Mary on to say how, how much she loved everything. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and um so we're, we're we're recording on the 3rd a week from today. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, what it looks like on my calendar. Uh we're not doing recording on the 10th. Uh let me double check make sure I have that turned on. Okay. No the no 10th, so no. I'm deleting that entry. There. So we can't record on the 10th for two reasons. One, I've got a show to film. Two, uh, it's the M&S Christmas party. Yay! But so we'll talk it. about the giggle uh, the week after on the 17th. Are you filming the panto down at Trinity? Yeah. Are you in it? Cool, we're there that day. Oh, you're not in it, though. No, it... I'm not filming that one until next week. No. Oh. Ah. That does... Hang on, I don't know what day I'm filming that one, because you now made me think, what day am I filming that? Oh, it's on a Friday, I think we're doing that. So it should be all right, shouldn't it? Ooh, look! Terry Miles says, 8.30pm, Doctor Who, 60 years of secrets and scandals. Thank you, Terry. You get one of these. 
Ding. That was what I missed on Channel 5 last night. Yeah, so Doctor Who, six years of secrets and scandals behind the scenes of the longest-running science fiction programme exploring how the show was created and and has stayed so popular. Plus storylines that were too scary. So, yeah, look out for that one if uh, if you're in the UK. Uh, and I expect um, Kirby can probably find it somewhere else anyway. I'm, I'm already... Uh, Here we go. <laughs> or, or actually, I'm asking my source. Uh, what is it? Brown sauce or tomato sauce? Or? <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> so, yeah, we should be right for next week. This is the week after is out. So, until then, thank you for listening, watching, taking part in the show. Goodbye. Goodbye, Fancy Pants. Scarecrow. Oh, God, stop live feed. That's on the phone now. That's really definitely. I'll show the viewers my... Um, well, I'll your break schnozzle again or your floor? No, I just knocked a, a squished <laughs> penny. A squished penny that was holding up something. What is it? Is it a Blackpool Tower? Yes, yeah, a Blackpool Tower. Oh, you squished didn't tell penny. us about the Lego. Oh, yeah, the Lego. Damn, why do you to remind me? We did. <laughs> we did. Right, OK, right, the Lego. So we haven't quite finished the show. Ah, i got cramp in my okay. leg. OK. Why has my live feed gone funny? Rotate your phone. It says rotate your phone. Oh, there we are. I'm back again now. <laughs> right, the Lego. About Lego drama. Right. So, uh, if you if you know about Lego, um, on uh, the 24th, at the beginning of, I see, just on the midnight of the 24th of November, which happens to be the, um, the 52nd birthday of the best person ever, which is currently snoring upstairs in the bedroom, um, the uh, Lego... Uh, Avengers Tower came out. That's the time it came out. Yeah. So yeah. I went straight on an order. Yes, it's expensive, but um, it's um, your money. <laughs> what did you say? It's your money. Do what you like. Well, Deb has allowed me. You could give all your lottery uh, winnings away. Uh, Deb has allowed me to to, to have a certain uh, um, license to build Lego because uh, thanks to my son-in-law Kyle, um, it's helped his mental health. Um, and other things in his life being able yeah, to devote Tom, time building yeah. Lego it's very therapeutic and those are people who are a bit ignorant and they oh it's for children well have a look on the Lego site and look up uh, Avengers Tower and see the age group on it it says 18 plus because there's naked ladies <laughs> no it's not that's a joke but anyway so naked Lego <laughs> no naked ladies um, can you adapt it to make it look like unit headquarters Probably, I haven't looked at that that closely. Anyway, so I went on there and thought, well, what I'll do, because it's out then, I don't want to miss out, because it's going to be popular, because people have been waiting for this to come out. And I, uh, so I I ordered it. Deb went, uh, Isabella and uh, Owen, which is, uh, Owen is Isabella's boyfriend, as a treat for Debbie on her birthday. I I didn't get the day off work. I was slightly in trouble for that. Took her over to Southampton. They went to the Lego shop where they had a table full of the blimmin' things. So essentially Deb could have bought it there and just bought it home. I ordered it online and was getting a bit grumpy because, whoa, did he drop the phone? Because um, it was still in the warehouse. There are people who own this already, in, and I probably already started building it, uh, but my one was in the warehouse. But I did actually get an email um, almost at the same time that Ian sent his uh, feedback through that, that says, uh, 
uh, Lego fun is headed your way. A great new oh, Lego order is on its way. Blah, blah, blah. Tracking numbers, etc., etc. So I get um, Lego uh, Avengers Tower V29, Lego Marvel Taxi, and a Winter Market Stall, and Majesto Magic Workout, which I've already got because uh, Deb bought me. I said, we haven't got any money for this. And what's she going to do? She bought me the Lego um, Pac-Man Arcade. I did want that, to be fair, but it's expensive. I'm just getting a little Avengers tab. I'm not getting that until my birthday, so that's fine. Um, on the, also the subject of Lego, I finished the DeLorean, which I'm just showing the viewers. There's the DeLorean. Yeah. And I'm currently doing this, which is the... Uh, is it on the screen there? Which is the um, Friends set. But this is uh, uh, Joey and Chandler's um, apartment. I haven't quite started uh, the girls' apartment yet. But... Uh, Jolly good fun, I have to say. Um, I'm hoping uh, after I've published the show that I'm going to be able to do a little bit, one bag's worth of uh, Lego building in regards to that uh, friend set. I also have on the floor somewhere. Where's it gone? Oh, there's um, it's the um, Patronus Harry Potter set. And apparently, apparently, upstairs in the attic there's another set. Oh, so I think it might be a Hogwarts. Um, oh, pardon me, a Hogwarts set. You've gone to sleep, haven't you? No, no. we're listening. Oh, sorry. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the Avengers Tower thing. I tell you what, though, the Avengers Tower. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's oh, it's four hundred and twenty nine pounds. Oh my but god! It's Whoa. absolutely fabulous. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, have you? Have you? It'd be worth every penny. You reckon? No, it would not. No, I love Lego. If you've got the money to spend on it, well, Lego is amazing. It uh, it, it, it calms Ida and Tom down no end. I don't have the time. No, well, I don't do it non-stop, obviously. I just do little bursts of it. So I basically devote myself. I get a bag of Lego from the set and build that bag and then move on and do another one a few days later. So, uh, oh, dear. Um, yeah, so it is expensive. I, I would never thought a year ago I'd be thinking, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend £400 on a Lego set. But uh, one, Lego doesn't lose its value, and two... It's the Avengers Tower, everybody, for God's sake. It's unit headquarters. You get you, what you get with it, though, Kirby. You get how many? How many? Um, thirty-one minifigures. Okay. That speaks for itself, doesn't it? Um, it's a three three thousand four hundred and forty piece set. Oh no, oh, sorry, I got that wrong. Five thousand two hundred one piece set. And um, yeah. So, I'm very jealous. I so love cool. Lego. It's so cool, Debbie. The I know. pictures of it are amazing. Isla, get, Isla goes on, on, she went on on New Year's, that last this beginning of this year, when they released all the new sets and wrote down every single one she wants. It was basically all of them. And I just wish I could get them for her, but I can't. But every now and then I managed to put some money together and get a set, and she absolutely adores it. She spent her own pocket money on some Minecraft Lego the other day, and she makes them in moments but absolutely adores her collections so anyway it's nine o'clock and uh, yes, I, I essentially to have to throw this, this episode then. together and it's um, four o'clock what are you talking about <laughs> i essentially have to throw this episode together and um it's good maybe, to talk and maybe put put a little bit of uh, uh, monica's um apartment together for my I hope Mary's got some cool tales to tell us from Chicago Tardis. Hopefully she's on next week. 
Oh, oh, that's oh, uh, so definitely. Um, uh, thank you for watching, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Goodbye. Goodbye, fancy pants. <laughs> Scarecrow. <laughs> The 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast is an APV Services production, sponsored by whoone.co.uk and lavazi.co.uk. We are proud members of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended. The music on this podcast is covered by limited online music license from PRS for Music.